I'm dispensers of pets, going out at the cons, renaissance fests, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, eh, sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary, and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Wednesday, February 14th, Valentine's Day, as we're recording it for the Fanboy Planet podcast, which will go up after Valentine's Day, so maybe we shouldn't be all sexy and lovey-dovey, because it's all the moment will have passed. Wait, Valentine's Day sexy and lovey-dovey to you? Mm, not really, no. Oh, okay, I, good. I, thought, uh, I have to be home for dinner. Yeah, so, you See, know. that's what it's all about. There you though. go, yeah. there you go. It's, it's all about, about obligation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, we got chocolate. Come on, we got chocolate, right? And this is Derek McCaw. I didn't, I didn't edit- get chocolate. Oh, I'm sorry. Damn. This is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. With me, of course, across the table are... I'll go. Uh, Lon Lopez, uh, contributing uh, person for Fanboy, <laughs> as well as MoreOnLife.com. To my left is I've... the esteemed... Rick Brett Snyder, sound engineer and interpreter of... Derek's gestures. There we go. Ooh, <laughs> when he points vision. to both of us, it means I, long talk. <laughs> I, think, I, I think I have you officially now listed as, tech, as podcast editor, and you are moron editor. Ooh. Yes, on hey, the, wait a on second. the website. Yeah, oh, okay. Hey, it's all right. It's a that. wonder you can hear us at all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we I'll got, take it any way I can get it. Uh, that's right. what we've heard. So, uh, there we go. Uh, to get things rolling, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about and almost no organization to it. Uh, which uh, is, is that... Different from usual. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, but the the first thing that got, has everybody excited, following up on the first thing from last week, was of course Dark Tower. There's more Dark Tower news today. It Kai Karamba. Get any better. It just doesn't get it doesn't any better. Get any better? No. So, hey, what, Lon? Would you like to say? No, no, no. You had it. You had it written down. So <laughs> I was. Just, <laughs> well, I was, that makes it. Uh, I was just bringing it to you. you already well, had it, so the, go ahead. The internet is aflame, and apparently, attacking the show on G4 reported it. Therefore, it must be so uh, that J.J. Uh, Abrams is working with Stephen King. Uh, in a possible adaptation of The Dark Tower, whether that be movie series or television miniseries, we don't know but yet. But some kind of uh, live action or some a sort. A live action adaptation of The Dark Tower cycle. And what what did I did I mention on last week's podcast? I'm just curious. You were uh, talking, your you were talking were about how maybe if it was successful <laughs> they'd make a movie of it? There was something about you were chafing? I, I, I believe I had said something of, to the fact that I thought the comic looked very cinematic. And that I could see this prompting, promoting, prompting a live-action version. And lo and behold, four or five days later, it happens. Mm. So, JJ, if you're listening, give me a call. Lon Lopez, profit. Yes. All right. If only you could make a profit. (laughs) Hey-o. Hey-o. That's what we all feel. So that's pretty exciting. But you, Rick, is probably the... How do you say Hardest core fan of Dark Tower at this point. Of all things Stephen King, but Dark Tower in particular. Yeah. Rick is speechless. He can barely find the words. I'm just excited. It's like one of those things where you say, okay, so 
what would you do if you could have this? And then if they put chocolate on top of it, and then if they made it free and calorie-free. and you know, But what if it was like Dark Tower and you're like all excited, live action, but it was like starring David Hasselhoff? That would be, see, that's one of those things would take it down. <laughs> so far, nothing's been taking it down. It's almost too good to be true. Starring like David Hasselhoff and Andy Dick, the Dark yeah. Tower. Yeah. Uh, now, which one would be which? Would uh, If Andy Dick is Roland. <laughs> Dick, Richard, Richard Fannin, RF. Yeah, I don't know, but is it just me or is Andy Dick this generation's Charles Nelson Riley? No, anybody? Uh, okay, no, that's he hasn't right. got Riley's start respect. Ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but yes. Wow. almost. My lame attempt at doing an impersonation brings Derek out. <laughs> uh, watch how you say that. There you go. Oh, yeah. okay. It's all right. Uh, so we've got that exciting news uh, for adaptation. There's also rumor, not necessarily confirmed, but a rumor this week that uh, John Carter of Mars, a long-beloved, well, over 100-year-old uh, fantasy series. Well, not maybe not over 100 yet. Not over 100. Not but quite, but close to yeah. 100 years old. Uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs, John Carter of Mars. Uh, has moved over to Disney. It had been, I think it's oh. been, in, I think it's been at almost every studio in town over the last five, six years. Uh, and uh, rumor has it that Robert Zemeckis is planning on directing it now with his new motion capture unit, which Disney has allied itself with after having done the Polar, Polar Express, Express type Monster thing. House, and he's got a Beowulf adaptation coming out soon. That is supposed to be really funny. great. No, it's uh, you know I've seen some some stills from it. It looks incredible. I got the pin for it at Gen Con. I, it's I, okay. I, I think Andy Dick is going to play Grendel, but wow. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so they're talking about doing John Carter Mars now. What with the cap motion capture and not live action? Right. What do we think about that? Uh, well, a previous, two previous directors attached. That's were, not mine. Okay. Uh, when Harry Knowles was producing, and I think he's no longer producing that at all. But has I he mean, produced anything? Uh, n- no. Okay. I mean, why is he still g- producing? Given you've only got a handful of human characters in those books. Sure. Good got, point. You've got one human. And you've got the the Red Martians, which are the humanoid ones, and then mm-hmm. everybody else is kind of strange. And yeah. I would say film it green screen and have all the rest like puppets, like a like a Sid and Marty Croft green. thing or something. <laughs> and just have it be really campy and cheesy. John Carter and the Sea Monsters. Yeah. Uh, and H&R, H&R Puffin, Puffin Mars. Stuff. <laughs> uh, H. Mars Puffin Stuff. John Carter. Puffin <laughs> Stuff. No, because uh, the previous directors were Robert Rodriguez, who we know is now obsessed with doing everything in green screen and just uh, filming, way of the future. filming his actors nude in green, maybe in green body stockings. I like that. I think all the details. I know you do. Mm-hmm. Although the fact that when they, if they were going to do this, they'd do the Martians as blue so that they could replace the blue with green after they green screen No, 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 no. Now, you could make them, you could, they call it green screen now, but it yeah. used to be blue screen. Well, you yeah. can go back to blue. It doesn't have to be. You're yeah. being silly. I think it's I usually the, green for video green. and blue for film, from what I heard. Uh, really? That's uh, what I've heard. I've heard it can go yeah, either Martians way. And white Martians are both humanoid, too. White Martians are humanoid, too. You're right. You're right. But yeah. the white Martians are shapeshifters, you know. They don't so. show up in oh, the first wrong, book. Wrong, uh, hmm. 
wrong mythos. And the but green anyway, Martians but, taste the best. But the other director was the guy that did that Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow, so he was attached for a little while. So, again, two guys that were very much about filling in everything digitally. Mm -hmm. So why not take that next step, especially because apparently this... Spiderhead ones also were humanoid. But uh, no, the, I, was, I was thinking about them. They're they're not the, the Chessmen of Mars, well, yes. That's right. Fanboy Planet. There are two uh, separate uh, critters. That was Andy Mead. Andy Mead decided he couldn't it's actually join us. Comet by he couldn't uh, join us for the podcast because he has to get back home to spend Valentine's Day with his wife, whom he hasn't actually told they're married. So, <laughs> but uh, once again, we will fill in with our Andy impersonations throughout the throughout the evening. I think the, the John Carpenter of Mars story should just be John, uh, Carter. John Carter of Mars. Either way, John Carpenter um, made Ghosts of Mars. Right. I think they should just film it. They should do like the old Star Trek, film it in Arizona. Just spend a couple weeks in the Arizona desert. Just have them walk around. Ironically, that's where they start. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's where it starts. Okay. I haven't even read it, and I know. Which does uh, bring, have any of you guys seen the new CG'd, redone, digitally remastered original series episodes? I have not. You mean the, uh, Star, Trek? Star Trek? Yes. Yeah, I saw the, uh, well, I, I know I haven't. But I sent you that, that link. Uh, the Sci-Fi Channel had a bunch of stuff on okay. uh, the Doomsday Machine. Is the most recent one they've done. Yeah, the, the so the Doomsday Machine and the Constellation all broken up. I was just curious. I haven't such a geek that I knew the name of that ship. Okay, no it's surprise. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. Rick, that's why you're here. Yeah. You thought you came to us. I thought this was a 12-step program. <laughs> it sort of is, but no one's actually been cured. Uh, I was just curious. I haven't seen those yet myself, and uh, I've seen stills, as you said. I think I've I saw one of the early ones that they had done. Uh, Sci-Fi was broadcasting them a while ago. Okay, so I'm, I'm waiting for the moment when they come out on DVD, I guess. Yeah, of course, they came out right after I said, I'm going to buy them all on DVD. That's how it always is. Yeah. <sighs> That's like when you buy the how Star many, Wars DVD. How many editions of Star Wars do you have on DVD? Uh, All yeah. of them. Uh, all right. Yeah. So there we go. So those are two major things. There's also a, a casting rumor, which is odd this week, for a mm -hmm. movie supposedly coming out in 2008. Apparently Marvel has settled on their new Bruce Banner. Oh, I just say I allegedly. about that. Allegedly. Yeah, this was a rumor. This is a rumor. I don't actually believe it, but go ahead. All right. Well, I know because it, it, it will really tick off Lon because it, it fits exactly in something he's been ranting about for weeks. It has? It has. Go ahead, please. Adrian, please tick me off. Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody is Bruce Banner. Potential? Here's, the, here's why it why tick, off tick me off. Because you hate Oscar winners in superhero movies. Oh, uh, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Oh, it's just it Gwyneth Paltrow you hate. No, no, he's, his point is when they are... In supporting roles. In supporting roles, because they'll eat up too much of the time away from I the main character. Yes. But now, him as a... Of course, Bruce Banner, you'll see more Bruce Banner and less of the Hulk. Uh, yeah, probably. Mm. But uh, I, I can well, see. How could you have any less than you had in the Ang Lee one? Yeah. Brody could do. Brody could pull it off, but I mean, would he do it? I don't think he would do it. I don't know. I mean, unless Marvel backed a truckload of money up into to his house, I don't. Well, it was in King Kong. <sighs> True, but that was you know that was a a Peter Jackson was one just you know won the director of the year or whatever Oscar <laughs> director of the year or whatever best director best or whatever director sitting on a pile of money, money. <laughs> right so I mean yeah how do you turn that movie down now when you have the guy who did Transporter directing the Hulk that you know the first movie was Ang Lee and you know going from the guy who's doing Transporter you're gonna go oh yeah I'm Oscar and Adrian Brody I'm I'm gonna do the Hulk no I don't think so I think they're gonna get uh, What's that guy's name? Uh, Bruce Campbell. Oh, I'd watch that, but he's not—he's not meek he's enough to be too old for. I hate to say that. Bruce, the day for Bruce Campbell to get a real superhero role is past. It's sad. He's a supervillain now. 
That's Somebody said he would have made a great Hal Jordan, and I thought that would have been awesome. Yeah. But uh, I there, was, could see it. there was talk years ago about him as Tony Stark, too, and I think he would have been a fantastic Tony Stark. Mm. Well, let's face it. I would think he would be a fantastic anything he wanted to be. Sure. But he's best as Bruce Campbell. So. <laughs> well, there we go. Mm-hmm. I'm so looking forward to, uh, yeah, My, my name, name is Bruce. Bruce. When's that come out? Do we know? I don't know yet, but uh, hopefully, hopefully we will hear some movement on that from Dark Horse Indie, as I said, at WonderCon. Which we misspoke last week. WonderCon previously had been the opening of the convention season, but now the New York Con that started up last year has moved to be the official opener. In, uh, it's a, I believe it's in two weekends. So uh, whereas WonderCon is uh, three weeks away, so New York's gonna gonna undercut WonderCon and it's, because it's trying to be the biggest event of the year. At which time we believe we will get an official announcement of the countdown miniseries from DC, which has not actually been solicited yet, but as Marvel has proven over the last few weeks, they can solicit anything with as little lead time as they want to when they realize they have to put it in there. So It sounded dirty. Anyway, all right. I didn't mean for it to sound dirty. Mm-hmm. It is Valentine's Day. I'm sorry, Juan, you just can't say anything to you without you turning it around. Sorry, I have Oh my god, listen, you want to talk about Iron Fist now? <laughs> well, I didn't even think about that. Okay. Uh, well, because the new director's cut is out today of the first issue. How long are they going to milk that book? I just saw it on the on the, the stand today. I'm like, what? I mean, this is like technically, what, a third printing of that first printing. issue? This is a third printing. Of it, was it really that hot a first issue? And uh, I have never picked up a director's cut. Uh, of any of book, a comic book. Of a comic book. So I don't understand them. So either of you, have you? I, well, I stopped picking them up after I could no longer determine what was different about the director cut, except for the ones that were penciled instead of... Who's the director on a comic? The editor, the author, the writer? Joe Q. Okay, but if it says the director, that's just cheesy marketing BS. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, I mean, but it worked for DVDs, so that's what Right, but that's up, because is. there's directors on DVDs, and they add little extras, and they tell you everything... I, I think they should just call it what it is, third printing. The director is cut is. is the rebellion of the director against the studio. The man sure. maybe cut this out. Sure. Now, I also think, though, frame. well, and that has happened in comics. We've talked about that, you know, obviously that's why we had a Ghost Rider finale a, a week or two ago, uh, two weeks ago, I guess. Um, yeah, but and if they do a third print of this, but if they do a director's cut, they can charge more, can't yeah. they? Mm. Don't they charge more for those? Is it like uh, I don't know. Depends. Two ninety nine versus three ninety nine. Yeah, especially if they add another disc. <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. And How then many you, pages and are there? In then you have to call up an eight hundred number because they left out some features, and you send it back right. in. And then so all it is, all it is, is Richard Pryor walking to an elevator. Yeah, I, I did, I did get my uh, replacement. <laughs> like the movie made no sense without that. Got, got my replacement oh. discs today. Amazing Warner Brother turnaround. I mean, I just sent them out last week. And I so got we the, mock, got but we must respect I, Warner Brothers to, for doing a, a very say, quick turnaround. They admitted they had done something wrong. They made an active attempt to write, write it with the customers, and they were quick on the turnaround. Three, three uh, pluses. I don't have a problem with them. Isn't Warner Brothers part of Time Warner? Yes. So uh, they've been having kind of a bad week then, haven't they? I mean, with the... The bomb scare, and then the disc, well, and the then head of Cartoon Network. So they're on, the, they're on their yeah. toes right now. The head of Adult I mean? Swim ha- resigned. In, uh, That's right. Uh, as a result he of that. He had to, though. Somebody over. had to take a fall. Somebody <laughs> had to take the fall. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're still looking forward to that Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie, I think. I don't know. We'll I, see. I, you know, it's one of those shows that I keep saying, I, 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 I don't think it's funny. And then I watch it and I go, yeah, that's really funny. It's and very I, subtle. I mean, it looks brutally 
simple, but it's pretty solid. Well, it's a lot. Of, it's it's a lot actually of brutally stuff. handsome. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Brutally, you know, All right. still, still my favorite uh, Adult Swim show would be uh, Harvey Birdman, Attorney uh, of Law. Birdman. Brothers. Well, Venture Brothers. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I like they Venture wore. Brothers. And I like a ro- yeah, I like me a little robot chicken. Yeah. Little yeah. chicken, little small bites. Little, yeah, well, little yeah, the Venture Brothers from start Venture to finish. Brothers, so like the Venture Brothers over kills. and over. It's true. It's Fantastic true. Fantastic quality. So again, uh, Turner, uh, Adult Swim, if you're listening, uh, free stuff. We love the Venture Brothers. I will Brothers. pimp the Venture Brothers. Absolutely. On well, let's see what we can let's see what we can do uh, this summer. You know, we go to Comic Con, which we uh, we have booked a room. We managed to, uh, yeah, to get a room. Uh, Fantastic. So. Uh, you know, Fanboy Planet will be represented there. We are on board. Mm-hmm. And we're still waiting to hear if our sound engineer will be accompanying us. He's thinking about it. We'll He's see. weakening even as we talk about <laughs> it. He's got this day job thing. Oh, oh. we do too. Oh. It's called summer vacation, no, maybe. No, see, um, oh. yeah. What? We're teachers. No, I mean, you know, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so It's called you suddenly came down with something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, start coughing now. <laughs> How many times this summer am I going to come down with something? Mm. Okay. Damn you in normal day jobs. Um, All right. (laughs) Still in the comic book news, after we've complained about director's cut, we don't understand them. There's an announcement from Marvel today. I got nothing. I didn't run it on Fanboy Planet because the image is so vague. It's worse than that than that broken Statue of Liberty from D.C. with all these heroes around it. The email said... What would you do with just one more day? And the JPEG cover image was a white, well, a white space with the words, one more day. With a new ad tagline for Marvel, though. The Marvel logo says underneath, Marvel, your universe. Because it's so screwed up. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't do it. You did it. It's your universe. (laughs) We wash our hands. Who fought the Civil War? You (laughs) did. You made me. (laughs) I almost spoiled the ending we know. Mm. Uh, So, anyway. One more day. Who killed Bucky? You did. (laughs) Yeah, you killed, just like he killed Jason Todd. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. Who killed the Marvel Universe, JFK? You did. So, is there a Marvel character? Well, could this be a play on words? Like, is there a Marvel character? Wonder Man. With the name Day in it somewhere, oh. where it could be like, there could be another one, or something like that. Hmm. I'm, I'm remembering the DC series Seven Seconds, which was a, a play on words. You don't remember that one? I don't think I do. No. Oh, was, my gosh, we found a hole in my... It was seven seconds to save the world, but it didn't really take place in seven seconds. There were seven people who worked it at, worked as seconds to this person who was actually actively trying to save the world. So the seconds were these people who were working as seconds to the primary person, and there were seven of them. Vaguely recalling yeah. this. Vaguely. It's actually an interesting story. May have been Howard Chaikin. I'm not sure. I'd have to go back. Okay. Well, now we have an assignment, a research topic for the mm. week, to come back next week and explain but it's that one. Definitely seven seconds to save the world. And you know, so I'm thinking, plan words, maybe. Maybe. So wait, what's this being hyped as? Is this a new event? Or oh, we just don't a know. That's or? all we know. The email really said, "What would you do if you had one more day?" And it's, they sent this and says, "Coming this summer." And so that's. So it's a no- wait. I thought Planet Hulk was coming this summer. World War Hulk is World coming. World War Hulk. Whatever. See how they've got me confused? They it's do. my universe, and I'm confused. Warm well, then it is, really, it is really my universe, uh, or your universe. Well, if it was my universe, I would change a whole lot. But anyways, um, 
One more day, I think is. Um, I think it's the story of Wonder Man. Simon Williams. Really? Because I'm going with the Spider-Man thing. Because still, again, another issue of the Back in Black event in which there's no explanation as to why he's wearing black. Uh, is that out yet? That issue? Well, there's a new. Uh, I can't remember which one it is. Say, front of the neighborhood or something. It's it's the uh, Agur uh, Sakasa written one, which I always get them all confused. Uh, not from the neighborhood, spectacular Spider-Man, and it again says he just makes some reference. My family's been put through the ringer, and it and it reproduces the panel that was the last panel of Amazing Spider-Man that we haven't seen the follow-up, where the she where Mary oh, Jane she's in the crosshairs of the, the crosshairs. Uh-huh. Well, no, the crosshairs are gone. So, I you know I'm like I'm sorry, you know, my family's been through a lot. Guess what? It ends next week. I've I've put my family through a lot. I'll I'll admit that. It didn't make me put on the black suit. No. No. What if you were Johnny Cash, though? Well, then I'd walk the line. Uh, okay, I was going to say, uh, you'd be wearing black. But... I, I'm, I'm in a ring of fire. <laughs> have, we com- have we commented on rain? Spider-Man rain? Yeah. No, nah, nah, not only we have really talked about that, except that Andy said, I don't know if I like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I do like it. He does like it. Oh. I turned around on it. I didn't like the first ep- issue, but I'm liking it. I, I, I'm enjoying what I've read of it. I yeah. just... It does have a horrible Dark Knight Returns feel. It certainly does. Which, to the point that they even name a reporter, Miller Jansen, is an anchor. So it's like it's wearing it on its sleeve, and it's like, it, at what point does it stop being homage and start being just an utter ripoff? Yeah. But it almost rip feels... It's more ex, except that Peter Parker is clearly a, a much bigger loser of a character than Bruce Wayne was in Dark Knight Returns. I mean, it's got, it's got a different enough take, yeah. I guess. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I like it better than I thought I was going to. Um, well, you, you should know. because it's your universe. Not yet. I don't like oh. every. I don't oh. like. I, <laughs> I don't like that universe. <laughs> Not until they've ruined it, then they give it to us. No, yeah, they Just break like, it, then they give it to us. Say it's your universe. Go ahead, see if you can do something with that. Oh, again, I got my brother's universe. <laughs> Damn it! Oh wait, I'm the oldest, and I still get my brother's. I got hand me ups. You got all the cool stuff. Mm. Uh, he is. <laughs> So, uh, let's, let's go to here. Any, any books we're excited about this week? Any? You know, not particularly. I mean, that is a shame. You know, over at Image. Um, another issue of 52. Scott Kurtz. I haven't had a chance to read that yet, but there's another issue of 52. I'm, I'm enjoying that. Either. But Scott Kurtz finished up uh, with uh, uh, the guy that did uh, PS238 uh, in Nodwick, um, Aaron Williams. Finished up Truth, Justin, and the American Way, which is a really cool homage to the 70s Stephen Canal show, uh, shows and uh, The Greatest American Hero. Hmm. So it, fi- it was delayed for several months, and last issue's out today, finally, and it, and it was a really good read. I, I did enjoy it. There's nothing that just made me go, oh, that was yeah. awesome, you know? New issue of Casanova. Actually, yes, there you go. That did make me go, oh, that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, but now, the problem with Casanova is like a Jerry, is like a Jerry Cornelius novel. I have to go back and read the whole thing yeah. and see if it makes any sense. It doesn't. Any more sense? No, I think this one might. I, I just don't know. I mean, I'm just swept away by how Jerry cool it is. Jerry Cornelius is about the ride. It's not about So I'm going to get the, the trade road. paperback. i, I got to say, I'm definitely going to get the Casanova trade because I, I, I want to read them all in one sitting. And the other things that came out that were... Uh, of of note, uh, yeah, I don't know. I look over there and I'm uh, well. It's new astonishing X Men, so that's always worth uh, oh, worth out? noting and being happy. Uh, JSA, JSA, JSA number three. A lot of people are excited about that. So, but I haven't had a chance to read it. Why is everybody excited about it? Because JSA has been really good. People are really happy with it. You know, you got your Alex Ross cover. You got your Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns is a golden boy, despite the fact that 
you know, I, I think that Jeff Let's Jones, not build him up anymore. Come on. No, I'm not going to. That's okay. what I'm saying is I think that people get uh, – he's divisive. People get angry about him too. But JSA for right now seems to be – it's like one of those, oh, he's great. And then I have a feeling it's like what's what's happened with it, uh, some of what he did on Flash and some of what he did in his previous Justice Society run is kind of like, you know, he's just not writing kids' books. Mm. Mm. You know, what I don't know. I, I mean, I – or or books that are appropriate for kids, you know. So I agree, I concur. So, you know, I'm I, again that goes back to that argument. We'll probably be having till the day we die, and then on the, that's the last comic book store will close after we all die. That uh, the future won't carry on. You know, yeah, carry on our wayward son. Um, all right. Speaking of stuff for kids, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to talk briefly about Valentine's Day since it is Valentine's Day today. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and Valentine's Day is for kids. It's not for lovers, really, no. No, because when I was well, younger... it has a different attitude when you're a kid. True, it's true. It's like you love everybody. Exactly. And Absolutely. It, and as a kid, it was all about buying the Valentine little things for the Whole your classmates. Class. And I remember, I was just fondly remembering today, how I'd always get the ones with Batman and Superman and the classic DC things. And I'd always have these cheesy sayings like, you know... You're the one for me, or something, or you know, or hope uh, you have uh, a super Valentine's Day, go. or something yeah. like that. You're yeah. the one for I'd me. I'd like to punch cheesy. you. In- oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let me punch you in the heart and make it stop beating. Uh, <laughs> great Hera, let me tie you up in my lasso. Oh, that was the you know, yeah, that was later. That was later. Um, <laughs> I just remember as, as a kid, they always had the different ones, and I went straight for the DC ones, the Batman and Robin ones. Yeah. And, Awesome. Yeah. Fond memories. Thank you, DC. Yeah. Why, don't, why don't you do it anymore? Because, oh, that's right. Everybody's grim and gritty. Okay. Well, no, we're adults. I mean, there's still, uh, I got uh, I got an over-the-hedge Valentine from a student today. Oh. Uh, and Wait, aren't, don't you teach high school kids? I do. But they, oh, oh okay. please, Catholic school girls, they love that. Oh, okay. They, they absolutely love Valentine's Day, giving each other Valentine's. The seniors gave the sophomore class the typical buck. And they had Pirates of the Caribbean oh. Valentine. So it's still around, you know. They're still doing that. It's not great. But not as cool, though. No, but you can get the Batman Valentines. The I saw those. Batman? Well, that's a that, terrible that show. animated show. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I, I'm not super okay. pleased. But people right. like it. There are people that are really enjoying that show, and I'm not going to criticize them for. I will. Okay, good. Okay. Thank you. Good. I, have to, I have to maintain high ground, but you, you. You, you can't you. say anything nice. Don't offend a sponsor. Well, they're not sponsors yet. They're not paying for anything. Oh, that's right. Uh, exactly. All right, go ahead. Power to the people, zing, baby. Zing. Uh, all right, so uh, you know, but there, but it's still there. It's still there, and you know, my son this morning called me and thanked me for the Buzz Lightyear pajamas. So you know, we've sweet. got kind of the Disney thing. The uh, sweet, that's good. Yeah. So keep it alive. Keep the dream alive. So I guess when we when we're old and ready to die, the comics that they'll be reading will be the uh, Buzz Lightyear Returns special and the uh, Mi- the dead. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Return or the something grim, like the that. Grim and gritty the Grim and Gritty Buzz Lightyear? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah so, oh. so if, if comics do survive to where our kids are our age and you know, and reading books, it's going to be based on, the, it's going to be Pokemon, Power Rangers, and uh, Buzz Lightyear. All, oh, no, you know, um, it's, it's just all saying. right. It's all right. I'm okay with Buzz Lightyear. I actually... Uh, I enjoy the uh, animated series they did, Buzz Lightyear Star Command. It's become one of my son's favorite shows, so I've seen a lot more of it lately. And uh, it's a good show. I'm just saying, though, when when they get old enough, they'll change, you know, the, the real Buzz Lightyear adventures to where he actually is slaughtering aliens. As and, DC uh, tried with Space Ghosts a year mm-hmm. or two ago with Ariel Olivetti. And I, I, a good series. I, I enjoyed it, and yet I, on the other hand, thought I kind of liked it just the way it was, yeah. you know. But I don't, you know. I, I've enjoyed the talk show host version of them too, so there's room for plenty 
of others. Uh, so Crisis of Infinite Space Ghosts. Ooh. Or Pokemons. Ooh, yes. Uh, so, the other thing that's got Lon excited, not just Valentine's Day and having I, I, to juggle all the women he has to buy presents for. I know, it's uh, hard. <laughs> <laughs> and strangely enough, he's going to probably have nachos with me. I know. <laughs> by choice. By choice. Mm. Ah. Sorry, ladies. Valentine's <laughs> Liberation Day. Day indeed. Uh, the other thing Lon's looking forward to this week mm. is Ghost Rider yeah. Friday. I want to get fired up for Ghost Rider. And I think everybody else should too. Um, no, but uh, here's my thing with no, Ghost. No, no, Here's my thing with what, Ghost. What? You're not going to let that one go? No, I'm thinking self-immolation <laughs> all over because of what Lon says. All his followers going, Lon says, set myself on fire. No, I didn't say set yourself on fire. I said get fired up. Okay. Oh, yeah, baby. Ghost Rider. Here's my thing. Here's got, my uh, thing. Ash Simon, come in here. Come on. Are you, sir? Just, just a casual, Random customer random from the customer. store here. Are you excited about the Ghost Rider opening this week? Um, unfortunately, I'm not. I've never been a big Okay, thank you. Fan. All right, thank <laughs> you. Move on. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Are you excited about the... But good luck. <laughs> are you excited about the 300 opening in a few weeks? Very, very excited. Okay, see, so that's, that's going to segue here. But why, though? Why, why are you excited about the 300 and not a Ghost, Ghost Rider? Rider has never been an alluring character for okay. me. Whereas, okay, Whereas uh, Frank Miller and uh, just from book to screen looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't mm-hmm. say the same for... Ghost Rider's uh, appearance. Looks great. Nicolas Cage, great choice. But, uh, Oscar winner. So you're saying you're going to wait for the DVD. You're going to put it on your Netflix. Uh, sure, or download it. Oh, hush. Hush. Okay. We don't condone such activities. The gentleman is obviously referring to the future when you can download from directly into your brain. Directly into your computer right. and have it charged against your credit Illegally card. Illegally buy, buy it on iTunes. There you <laughs> go. That's what he means. Indeed. Which Indeed. should be available sometime in April. Uh, <laughs> but my point of the whole getting psyched for Ghost Rider. And we should point out that uh, we do have open mic here at Fanboy Planet. Absolutely. We, we absolutely. Often, we often engage the, the We're going to have customers. some singer-songwriters come in later, too. Do oh, a little, fantastic. A little, little stand-up day. comedy. Mm-hmm. Always that, that's kind of what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. No, but back to... Okay. Only not as funny. My whole thing about the supporting Ghost Rider, no matter it's, if it's going to be bad or good or whatever, it's a comic movie. That is, you know, the, it's a good, it's a good uh, effort, I should say, by Mark Stephen Johnson, Johnston, whatever his name is. Um, I will say this much: I have, met, I have two different female friends, not connected, that you know don't know each other. Both you of know them, two girls. Both of them said to me, and like we saw real. the, they saw the uh, trailer on TV, and they were like, "Oh, I can't wait for that." And I went. Are you kidding me? What? what? I was like, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, I love those superhero Nicholas movies." Cage looks hot. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But no. But so that kind of uh, surprised me. But I guess my point of the whole thing is, if you want to see more comic book movies, you got to support the bad ones as well as the good ones. You know, uh, I don't know about that. I think that the genre is firmly established enough that is as all it takes is a couple good when, flops to kill the well, genre. I don't know because when Michael Goodson and I went up to see Daredevil when they did a press screening for that, we Daredevil walked out, made a hundred million, didn't it? It made enough that Mark Stephen Johnson got to okay. got to ha- handle okay. Ghost Rider, but we walked out of there and said, you know, it was mediocre, and I'll still stand by that. Like I enjoyed it well enough. I I think it was about a B, just a uh, B, B minus maybe. Okay. All right. Um, and but he turned to me and I think he said the wisest thing is thank heavens that X Men was good enough that this movie could suck. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't kill it, and that's what I think is we is you've got you've still got the Batman 
uh, The Dark Knight, the Batman Begins sequel on the horizon. And you've got Spider-Man 3. Everybody's excited about that. You know, if you, if you legitimately want to see Ghost Rider, and I'm going to because I, I'm like you, is like mm-hmm. I will go see any of these things. But, you know, I understand I'm a hardcore geek. But to say you got to support him so it doesn't kill the genre, I think the genre's past it. Because, and it, my counterargument is, I, I've also, you know, dabbled certainly, well, like Fox is trying to start a, a Christian arm, Fox Faith, and, and, and dealing with that. And the thing that I have long argued is I have no problem with religious films. It's just that they're done so badly most of the time. Like, there's a subsection, obviously, as some people know, that I've spent time as a member of the Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints, and there's Mormon cinema, most of which I personally find unwatchable. There's one filmmaker, Richard Dutcher, I think, who absolutely, absolutely knows how to make a film and knows how to put the story first, and his message creeps in, and you go, wow. And even if you aren't into the Mormon faith, you can watch it and have respect for what went on. But, but more that, importantly, you got entertained. You so, saw a good movie. So that's what's going on, you think, with this? You think they're making an unwatchable movie? Or? I don't know that it's an unwatchable movie. I'm just saying that that to support it just for the sake of supporting it. You're right. It, you're right. You shouldn't just go see it. But I, me personally... They, I I want to see it because I think it looks fun. Uh, I'm you I know think, I'm gonna go. I'm not able to go with you tomorrow night. But, that's a uh, that's a shame. But it's you know it's it's Ghost Rider. And the the other thing is is like you know the guy said oh I've never really found him as compelling a character. Well I mean that's kind of the the point. He doesn't. I mean you know this is a whole. I don't think there's really any. Uh, what's the word? I'm like like any definitive. Storyline. No, there isn't. Nobody knows so, the problem. They, no, but I think it so often. But the, so I think that's why I think this could succeed well, kinda, on a, on a bigger it's level. It's kind of like Blade. Blade had nothing to it, right? Because it was tied into the Tomb of Dracula comic right. book, and then you had that, that solo that. film, just yeah, and just went and did its own thing, and that was amazing. But here are the things. I mean, okay, all the things you really want out of Ghost Rider story: flaming skull head, guy on a flaming motorcycle. The trailers looks like it has it. Looks like it's going to have some cool and, uh, supernatural fighting. Eva Mendez. Oh, yeah, and Eva Mendez. And, and a hot Fonda. chick. And Peter Fonda. Eva uh, Mendez, who Nicolas Cage apparently is trying to convince Avi Arad that uh, Eva Mendez needs to play She-Hulk. She's not big enough, is she? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Anyways, go see Ghost Rider. Even if it, you know, next week, if I, you know, we do the podcast, I'll come back on here and go, if it stank, I'll tell, I'll tell it like it is, but I'm just saying, I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited. And it Comic rolls movie. into, we have the other, as, as Ash there, our guest commentator, walked by and said, we've got 300 coming up, and 300's coming Bye, up. Bye, Ash. On uh, March 9th, I believe, is the opening date of uh, Zack Snyder's 300, which is going to now have a preview screening March 2nd at WonderCon. Sweet. We're not supposed to tell anybody that. What? No, it's all over the place. Oh, okay. It's not a sneak preview. It's not. I'm just saying that the seating is limited, so they're going to have uh, a drawing. They're going to have a drawing. So don't go. For, they're going to have a drawing uh, for the tickets, it. and uh, you know. Not a date movie. I don't think it is, no, but it might be, you know. Is this uh, not another uh, Gladiator movie by Zack Snyder? This is like kind of having a, you know, if you meet a woman who understands British comedy, and the BBC America had the thing, if you know, if if, if she gets it, 
keeper. You know, so uh, it's kind of thing. If you can, if you find yourself a date that will go to see three hundred. No, I was referring to the fact if you have a if you have a uh, drawing for tickets, unless they're giving away. In oh, pairs. I think they're giving away in pairs. Yeah, it's like you, you say, you're honey, I'm going to go and see the movie. Uh, enjoy yourself at the con. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Never abandon a woman on the floor of the con. It's, it's a dangerous thing. I don't think you're going to have a hard time to get chicks to go see that movie because it's basically half naked men running around. Jerry fighting. Butler. Everyone loves Jerry Butler. Where's that guy from? I don't know. Phantom of the Opera. Never saw it. It's okay. Uh, but he he was the Phantom of the Opera. He was in. Uh, I think he, he's a minor role in that. Um, Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey, Dragon Reign of Fire. Oh, uh, I still and, don't and he was the he was the male lead in the second Tomb Raider movie, Didn't Cradle of Life. Ah. So yeah, he's really uh, coming up in the world. Good job, well, Jerry. You know, he's been he's been in a lot of actually, British films where he's he's been pretty good, and he's in an adaptation of Beowulf that has not yet. Oh, uh, is that uh, the one that's com- supposed to come out? But it, yeah, not, it's the, like not the European the version or something. Yeah, it's not the Robert Zemeckis version. There are two Beowulfs. There are two coming Beowulfs coming out. Because it is the world, the world's oldest story, epic oldest poem, isn't it? Well, I would argue that the Bible might have some claim on it. Or what about the Iliad or the Odyssey? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, the Beowulf is like a seventh or eighth century Veda. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it's a very old story that has not actually been adapted to film very well, if at all. Wasn't there a rumor a long time ago that Arnold Schwarzenegger was supposed to play Beowulf, like back in the day, like uh, years ago? Arnold Schwarzenegger was attached to just anything funny. in which a character was allegedly muscular. Sergeant Rock. He was supposed to be Sergeant Rock. Sergeant he was Rock. supposed that to be, been good. Doctor. He was supposed to be Doc yeah, Savage. He was supposed to be an Austrian guy being yeah. yeah, like like fighting the Nazis. American. The Nazis. <laughs> Explain that to me. Ex- I will kill the Nazis. Ow. Yeah. But anyway, so that's one thing that's going on at WonderCon, which tells me that Zack Snyder's probably going to be there at WonderCon. Oh, wow. And, yeah. and one of the reasons that Lom was excited about supporting comic book movies is Zack Snyder's, of course, attached to another big adaptation that people have been really dying to see for years. Oh, please don't. Really? Don't act coy. You're the one that brought it up. Well, yeah. yes, he is. He's also attached to direct The Watchmen. No, just Watchmen. No article. Oh, you're right. He's directing... Watchmen. Timex so Watchmen. Like, okay, let's go. Who watches Watchmen? Who watches Watchmen? Who watches Watchmen? I thought it was who watches the Watchmen. It is, but the... Ah! Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> Wait, no, isn't the group, though, called the Watchmen? Norman coordinate. Or no, no, I don't think they're ever called Watchmen. Weren't what they is, a team? No, but they are a team. But what's the name of the team in Watchmen? It's not Watchmen. Is it the super fun team team up group? <laughs> Shit, that's it. The super happy fun team <laughs> family. It's actually a team. I think they're all just. No, there is. No, there is. Because they had a World War Two. They have a photograph. Uh, oh my gosh! Here it is. Time to dig wow. that out. And yeah. well, oh. you you two do us fanboys so wrong. I'm so disappointed. Okay. Anyways, okay, Wiseacre, you're the one standing in I front of it the I thought they were called the Watchmen. Shelf. They're so. not. You haven't read it, have you? I uh, I've just read it a couple times. That's it. Not 50 times like you guys. Uh, it's somewhere on the shelf here. I know. I know that Andy keeps a copy of Watchmen in stock. I, I just sold it. I believe. Andy just sold his copy of Watchmen today. Hey. Well done. Hey. Well done. Andy sold the copy. Or, or yesterday. <laughs> or maybe Monday when he wasn't here, somebody walked in and just took off no, with no, it. I was here, but it takes time to restock. Yeah. So the, the who watched the, that Watchmen? The Watchmen is a, it's a Latin phrase. Who watches? Yes. The Watchmen, who watches the Watchmen? I have the button. Which is just about yeah. you know who who. Who watches the people who are in control? Or who yeah. patrols the well, patrols? It's, a, it's a, an Alan Moore classic. It's yeah. a, you know, obviously a, a great... But yeah. the article in question, that I think it was an interview with Zack Snyder, I think it was on Ain't It Cool, 
uh, basically, he was talking about, could we possibly see Watchmen in 2008, the Watchmen Project movie? And he said that he's really liking the direction the script is going in, and if 300 does well, performs well, then of course he'll have studio clout right. to greenlight and start fast-tracking fast tracking this movie. Right. And so they were saying how it's still going to be set in 1985 and they're going to keep that Cold say, War Having thing. really enjoyed Dawn of the Dead and looking forward to 300 and in a world where Sean Levy can get attached to The Flash, I think Zack Snyder has the right to make Watchmen. Let's do it. Because he's got some thought. He's got some thought. You know that. You know He's a good good filmmaker. And so. he's a great guitar player, too. Andy is at the mic now oh, wait, shaking that's his head. He has a negative. Uh-oh. The Go, Andy. can't be made as a two-hour movie. Or even a three-hour movie. It's nonsense. What about a three-and-a-half-hour movie? And Andy said The Watchmen 2. Three hours, 11 minutes. We got articles. What about like Titanic? That was like three hours, wasn't it? That yeah, was like three hours. And there's always Lord a director's cut. What if we a did a series, uh, an HBO miniseries I could buy? Um, How about a film trilogy? Uh, not, no, it's not long enough for a film. Lord of the Watchmen? How about two films? Why not a two-parter? What's wrong? If like a Kill Bill, Volume 2? If we're going to buy into trilogies, why not buy into two-part two films? Watchmen, Volume 1? Anyone? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the, it's called Watchmen, but I think when I refer to them making it a movie, I, I don't think they can make the Watchmen. I, I don't know. That's not, I think that's correct. Coming in? I don't know what the hell you just said. <laughs> I, that was his response. I, you complained that I said the Watchman. You said the Watchman. Yes. Yeah, I know. But I, I, I think in context that that was perfectly fine. Uh, no, no. Dude, I have a fan. All right. The film script is called Watchman. I should create a little thing you hold up and it blows air in here. Yeah, no, I got a fan. Refills your head. You'll be getting an email. <laughs> Will I? Well, that's a nice threat. Uh, <laughs> so there we go. Anyways, yes, but he was talking about just production kind of uh, concerns and how they're going to do Doctor Midnight and how they're going to do Doctor uh, Midnight or Doctor uh, Manhattan. Doctor Manhattan. Yeah. See, I need to brush up on it. But anyway, do. Uh, so yeah, so he's basically, but he's playing it out. So it it could reasonably be his next project after three hundred. Alrighty. So look for it. But I don't know. If they rush it for 2008, though, could it be any good? I don't know. I See, I, I agree with you there. I don't like the rushing of these things. I, mm-hmm. but, I, but that's the reality of filmmaking now is the, the studios, these big tentpoles, they've got to lock those dates up, mm-hmm. have them ready, and... You know, it's all about marketing. So they now. know it's all about the yeah. marketing and, and, and getting the. the I can't public. wait for the uh, Burger King Watchmen uh, special cups. Oh. I think those are going to be awesome. I can't wait for those. Big, big naked Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> oh, those will be the chicken fingers. Oh, no. Uh, no, when you, when I, you put I the cold juice Dr. in. Dr. Manhattan will have shorts by the time he makes it into the. Uh, yeah, well. Or they just won't show they won't, well, they won't show they that, that angle. Whole part, remember when they made him wear We do, we do, we do. It was going to go on TV and they made him wear clothes. Yeah. Um, so like if if like he wears clothes normally, you lose that whole impact of them making him wear clothes. Well then the well the cup will actually fill up, and when it's filled with ice, the clothes will disappear. Exactly, that's what I was saying. You know, like, <laughs> cold liquid. They just never show him from the waist down. Yeah, exactly. Or from behind, yeah. and you just see like an ass cheek. It'll be like Elvis on Ass is perfectly perfectly acceptable to show now. Exactly. Absolutely. So Andy, you're you're a Watchmen fan. Um, what's the name of the team? We the super group in the Watchmen. I thought they were called the wa- or just Watchmen. And we're thinking not. Uh, they weren't called the Watchmen. No, the super groovy no. action See, folks, team. We, d- we don't cheat by having a computer here tied into the internet. <laughs> right. I mean, we're doing this if you all know, and it's weird. Yeah, that'll be our internet can, challenge. I can totally this week. remember other characters. Like obviously, you had Dollar Bill, uh, 
and uh, Rorschach. Rorschach. And we can remember every single member. Remember uh, when the comedian lit the map on fire? Yes, see? That was cool. Well, let's not turn this into a Chris uh, Farley yeah. show of comics. You remember that? That was that, that was awesome. Stupid. <laughs> stupid. Um, do we have uh, anything to offer for an internet challenge? If somebody knows the name of the team, they could email in. And do we have uh, no, you know what? I do believe I still have a copy of Justice League Heroes on Xbox. I would, Ooh. I would gladly Ooh. email that out as a prize to someone who answered that question for us. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. You could get a. Did they have game. a name? They do. There's Don't a group. say it. There's it's a, internet challenge. There's now. a group in the 40s, and then they, and then they reformed in the 60s. Uh, that's because that's where Ozymandias joined up. King of Ants. King of Ants. Okay, great. Moving on. So, speaking that's the of, Internet uh, Challenge. Speaking of ant-sized uh, toys, uh, say Monty, one, one last Monty thing, because, uh, because Rick has got to get uh, home. I'm Ozymandias, King of Ants. <laughs> Don't you have to... No, actually, home? i got a couple more minutes. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's from Monty Python. Just in time to annoy me. And uh, the, the Nigel Mellis saga. Thank you for being my foil. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Speaking of ant size. Yeah, the one last thing I was going to say, again, before I headed down here and I, I closed up the computer, I got an email from WizKids. So last week we talked about how excited we were about And that's short for Wizard Kids, right? No, no it's, it's actually the name of the, uh, of the, of the company, WizKids, oh, which is sorry. owned by Tops now. Oh, okay. The people that did HeroClix. And they're going to, and they are doing a new DC starter set. A nude DC a starter? A new DC Dr. starter. Dr. Manhattan. Oh, don't you wish. Dr. Uh-huh. Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, a Watchmen set would be... That killer. will never happen. Alan Moore that will sign never it. happen. Does he have to sign it? Well, that they were doing. They were going to do action figures, and, and then and, and, the and deal Alan, fell through. Alan Moore got very upset with them. Apparently, and this is uh, I. I actually read this an article on this Dr. that apparently would have the power to destroy. Apparently, all what it conflicts. what it is is that DC had a contract with Alan Moore that said that they didn't owe him or Dave Gibbons royalties on anything they considered a promotional item. So, like posters they made, those are promotional items. They made a limited Ooh. edition wristwatch. Which yeah. they sold for like a hundred and fifty dollars, and said that's a promotional item, and the, that's what made Alan Moore walk I have the off. Pin set. They had a pin set, and they had a pin set. Now I know people can argue about this, but I mean, by a lot of people, he's considered the, the greatest comic book writer of all time. Right. Okay. I'm not going to argue. Do that. you not? I think he's insane. But do you yeah. not? Yeah, he he's insane. But it's like that seems like an obvious tact. An obvious tactic to piss him off. That's a slight. You're cheating him. Yeah. You're yeah. obviously cheating him. And that was, and it was likely. And the problem is, you, you know. But but, you, but if they're promotional items, I, I'm smelling free hero clicks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can smell them all you want. You're not going to make them. They're free with something else. I would. I don't buy hero clicks really to collect them. I mean, mm-hmm. I've got some cool ones that I thought were cool. If there was a set that included. The Watchmen, I would get a case. Mm-hmm. I would have to have. You'd have to have all, all the Watchmen. I'd have, I'd have to have the Rorschach figure. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I know I told this story before, but the, my most surreal moment in life was at the 1986, um, maybe 86, 87 uh, when, San Diego Con when Rorschach threw Rorschach you off was, a roof. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're walking out of the Hotel San Diego, which alas is no longer there, which was across the street from Hypno Sex Vision, which I have a really good Bob Burden story to tell you about that, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, I don't even know where that is. I don't know how. F- it was across the street from the Hotel San Diego, Hotel de San Diego. We were walking out of the we were walking out of the lobby, and we heard this banging sound. 
And me and the guy I was with, we turn around, and there is somebody in a costume dressed just like Rorschach taking the, the elevator door and, like, trying to rip it off. And it's like, just bam, bam, bam. And we look, we turn around, there's Rorschach in the elevator, and he looks up and he sees us, steps back, and the elevator door closes, and he disappears. Hey, it is a little freaky. And that's freaky. why we love the conventions, Maybe though. Maybe he was fighting the Invisible Man. Mm. He was he was really he was angry. fighting Elevator Man. He was fighting the Master. Elevator action. Oh. But anyway, who's actually in this new starter kit are the Legion of Superheroes. So uh, the, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's only something it could be, but it's, it's the first Legion? Sh- starter kit. The, the press release they sent me had a, an image of only two, and then it was, I could, they put it into a Word document, so I can't really blow it up well. And, what it looked like to me was it was Phantom Girl and Timberwolf. I think it was Timberwolf with her. So, yeah. And and Lon holds up his hands like, mm, uh, me I no don't no. know. But at least it's not no the... Say. Send me the document, I'll get it out. Okay. And <laughs> you know, there are people out there, like I said, I, like I was just saying, I would collect a Watchmen set. I have a customer who's like hardcore Legion fan. They, they make these... They make If they would make sets like they do with action figures... If they put out like a, just a Legion Hero Click set, she would buy one, but she's not going to go and hunt. Well, so they are putting. That's what I'm saying is they are putting out. A, the they are putting out a Legion yeah. Hero Click set that is a starter set with a new map, with a new everything. So just as if, just as last year they did a Danger Room, an X Men Danger Room yes. set, and then they've started selling those bricks of like there's an Invincible set, there's a Green Lantern Corps mm-hmm. set, which they said they were just going to do at the conventions, and now I believe they've started soliciting those and done. They are available, or they will be available. Well, they, they will have be a available. Whole program called taking, Buy a Brick. Taking pre-order. Buy a right brick, now. and you get you get coupons in the brick that allow you to right. buy special. But now figures. you don't have to buy a brick. Now they're going to just sell them individually. Sell See, buying a brick means something else in, in my <laughs> yeah. neighborhood. So See, uh, that's I wish, what, I wish you had said, Chris Farley. That Chris Farley thing, because now all I've got is like. You remember when Dollar Bill got his cape caught in the, the revolving door and he died? That, that was you remember awesome. that part? That was awesome. I, I, I just, these things are just but speaking of sets, i got to say one last thing that came out of the New York Toy Fair was this week, Ooh. Uh, the toy show. And it's a thing that excites me because last week we talked about Shazam and the Monster Society of Evil. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's going to be a Shazam set from DC Direct All right, that has, and, and this is what just has my heart aflutter, which, please, take that as not as lame as it actually sounds. Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. Ready? So you get Captain Marvel. You get Captain Marvel Jr. You get a classic Mary Marvel. You get... Black Adam. No. There's Black Adam. You get... I got a Black Adam sitting right there. Hoppy the Marvel Bunny. I'm so excited. Uh-huh. Wow. What about Brainiac with a monkey? Did you see that figure? I saw Brainiac with it's a monkey. It's almost exciting as a Herbie the Robot action figure. Damn it, that oh. would be exciting. Oh. <laughs> I actually have Especially one. Especially after, in this week's Toy Fair, ma- or in this month's Toy Fair magazine, I just read what? it. I can't hear you anymore. What? <laughs> what? What? No, this Toy Fair magazine, they had the thing with... Is there Her- Toy Fair out there? With thing? Herbie locking uh, in the Twisted to- Mago Theater and the thing holding up a, a weight and it says, and Herbie first disintegrates his shorts and then... <laughs> what a revolt in development this is. And then Herbie goes, click, <laughs> turns the lights on. It's horrible. Um, and I just have too many visions of robots and rocks. So, on that mm-hmm. happy Valentine's Day image, we're going to let Rick go home and be romantic. And we're grateful to him for all his nice. efforts. We haven't said it enough. We'll continue saying it. God bless you, Rick Brett Schneider, for making all this possible. Fantastic. I say that every day. Do you? And I don't think we mentioned, but to spend so much money this here. week we were broadcasting back. We, uh, we are Planet. back at Fanboy Planet. So tell us where we are. 
2725 El Camino Real, Suite 105. That's in Santa Clara, California. Just down the hall from Juicy Burger. There you go. It's How the about only that? place I, I buy, buy my, my burgers. burgers. Uh, 408-985-7481. There we go. Call, come by. Um, and if you come by on Wednesdays, which is a new comic book day, you can join the podcast. Apparently, you guys had Ash when he walked by. Just yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Open mic. Anybody can come in and offer an opinion. We might even have like uh, you know fans or questions from the audience. So yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, if you have, if, if yeah. you, yeah, he has been. If you have any uh, topics you'd like us to talk about or complaints about the topics we have talked about, please email me at editor at fanboyplanet.com. Make sure you tell me you like me best. Sure, and if you if you say you like and if Andy you knew best, who that was. he'll give you an action figure from his collection on the wall. Ha <laughs> ha He will. <laughs> he will. I have a red tornado that I could. No! <laughs> That's been spoken for. All righty. Uh, so there you go. He got me back. Zing. Oh, Andy. Uh, so there we go. That's it. I'm Derek McCaw. I'm Hellblazer. And, um, <laughs> you know, I was just thinking, I was just thinking to myself, I hadn't had a chance to say that. I did it for Andy. Oh. Uh, I'm Lon Lopez from moreonlife.com. And I appreciate that, Lon. <laughs> it's all for you, buddy. I'm Andy Mead. And I'm on the way home, dear. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Remember to use your powers only, only for, for Valentine's good. Day. Oh, okay. Only for Valentine's Day, good. So you only use your power for Valentine's Day, you only get to use it once a year. Well, that's all right. It's a special power. And we'd like to thank the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. Spoiler alert. Stop listening now if you want to avoid the spoiler. This is your last warning. Okay, we lied. This is really your last warning, and sincerely, it's a bad one this time, so don't listen any further. You've been warned. Now, seriously, we're going to tell you something you don't want to know, so stop listening now. Turn off whatever device it is you're listening to right now. No, seriously, turn it off. Okay. That's the way you want it. Well, I think. What? Does anybody not want to know who dies? Tell me. I don't care. Captain America died. That was the going. That, that was the Vegas that was odds. The he said Captain America dies in Captain America number 25, Whoa. which the final arc cutoff is tomorrow. So he says, and he called to say, you might want to raise your numbers on that. Ah. Mm. But you know, cool. Andy brought won't do Captain it. Marvel back. No. Well, no, well, he dies for a little while. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's not a real death. It's no big thing. It's like a Hawkeye death. Yeah, you, 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 you,
Yeah, which even the Hawkeye return is sort of anticlimactic. He says he got that from a from a very, very, very good source, that he dies in Captain America issue 25. No, because Ronan's already uh, in Avengers. Ronan's already in New Avengers 27. It's just a Booster Gold time trip thing. That's why, that's why we thought. <laughs> <laughs> why I just, just thought the greatest shot. Have you seen Pan's Labyrinth? No, I haven't. Okay. He just threw a carpet by a gentleman. Oh, thank you, Adam. I thought he was doing it in defiance. I didn't know. Yeah. Take this rug! He was sitting you know on it. I'm glad. That's why I asked him to bring it back when he was done with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, because at least there'll be a chance of it being well done. And that he doesn't die. There's no way that Iron Man... Wait a minute. How can the Civil War end if Captain America and Iron Man are still alive? And still able to fight. And if Captain America's not arrested and Iron Man hasn't stopped the plan... I'd like to remind everyone listening to use your powers only for good. Thank you.